everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is May 22nd, 2019. This is episode 46. My name is Dan Curry. Welcome to Game Goose. If you haven't joined us before, we talk about video games. If you have joined us before, we're still talking about video games. <laughs> Probably will be. Yeah, for a while. Uh, I am in Lansing, Michigan with Clinton Brower. How are you, Clinton? Doing well. It Good. is finally nice out. Yeah, it wasn't at the beginning of the day. It no, was like really I got half and half day. soaked this morning mm -hmm. walking into work. I was just drenched. It took like two hours for me to dry out. But that was fine. It was like not terrible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, the sun is shining and it is warm. Uh, and, you know. Welcome to spring. Yeah, finally. At Maybe the end of just May. skip it and we'll just go right <laughs> to summer. That's how it right. usually works. Yeah, usually. And then Neil Brower is in New York City. How are you, Neil? Yo, what up? I'm doing fine. I'm uh, looking forward to a vacation coming up for Memorial Day. I got two assholes coming to see me. That's me. Um, I'm one of the assholes. It's going to be great. Should be fun. Um yeah, for me, one of my big things, I'm really afraid of planes. They're my second biggest fear. Uh, so I got to take two, four plane trips this whole time. One to Detroit it, and then to New York and then back the same way. So that's kind of in my head. Like, I'm not even thinking about the trip. I just think about the plane, getting past the plane rides. But they're very short, so. It's so short. It's yeah. so short. It's been the shortest plane rides I've taken in the last yeah. forever. So, I love you're up, planes. You're down, you're here. Yeah, like I know like you barely even hit like a cruising altitude on yep. either other way. So, yeah. That's all right. I last time I flew from Lansing to Detroit, it was 4 hours because we sat for two and a half of them on the tarmac. Yeah. At least you weren't like in the sky. Obviously, yeah. that'd be weird if you were in 4 hours in the sky just yeah. circling. We were like it might have been longer than that even. Mm. We were at the point where we had to take off in the next like five minutes oh, or they were going to, they had to deplane us. Yeah. 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 I've seen, I've heard about that. That's so. awful. Was it a terrible storm? No, it was so foggy. Like it was funny because other planes were taking off. Mm. Like we kept seeing planes come taxi out and take off, taxi out and take off. Mm. But apparently it was so foggy in Detroit, there was no way we were going to be able to land. Gotcha. So we were waiting for the fog to clear in Detroit. Lame. So they had all of Detroit Metro shut down for all that morning so we're just <laughs> sitting on the plane and everyone was like fine with it no right. one was like being an asshole we were all just kind of resigned to it just it was like super early in the morning too it was like six in the morning and everyone was just like whatever uh, happens happens yeah. Yeah. and i was flying to <laughs> i was flying to germany mm -hmm. so i was like from lansing to detroit and then detroit to london mm -hmm. i believe uh and i almost missed my flight from Detroit to London because I was like away. five minutes like like they were had everyone was playing everyone was on board they were like waiting for me yeah and I was just like <laughs> I've never I've heard everyone like everyone kind of has one of those plane experiences yeah. I have yet to ever have one of those so really hoping that doesn't happen uh, this table is plastic so uh, knocking on it does nothing for you <laughs> Oh, yeah. There Particle board. <laughs> Counts as wood. Counts as wood. Wood product. <laughs> wood product. Yeah. Uh, yeah, before we get started, you can check us out on Facebook or Twitter. Um, you can uh, put a comment or subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or... You bringing your Switch? Podcast? Yeah, I'm bringing my Switch over You'll there. You'll be fine on the plane then. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm always, I'm always fine. I'm just never a fan. Yeah. And uh, email us at gameboostpodcast at gmail.com. So what have you guys been playing? Uh, I played a little bit of Wargroove. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how far in I'm at. I'm still pretty early, I think. Mm. Uh, it's at that point now too, where I'm like putting a long time into some of these scenarios, mm. and it's like coming down to the wire at the end. And I'm just like, I know as soon as I lose one, I'm just be like, no, I'm done. I'm done because it took you so long. Yeah, because yeah. like. I don't want to spend another hour and a half on a, the same scenario just to lose again. Right. I don't know. I just don't do well with losing sometimes. So <laughs> I get it when it's one of those long things. Sometimes I have to take a break. Like, yeah. I don't want to put another out. Like, maybe yeah. I'll try it again later. But but I haven't lost yet, so I'm still... I'll play, like, a scenario once, I don't know, once every once in a while. Cool. And uh, dig through it and see kind of what it's got but uh yeah i don't know it's interesting so far this like i said the art style and everything is really really cool and i've really been enjoying kind of the very basic story that it has right. but uh and they played some overwatch all the new shite came out yep the anniversary events happening so that's like everything mm-hmm. all at once um so yeah we did well the workshop is mostly what we played with yesterday yeah right? some the of the custom games that people made in the workshop right. we've been monkeying with those those I don't, have been can really you, refreshing. Can you get in and actually monkey with the workshop on Xbox? I, I, I have no idea because all I did was play with you guys yesterday. Okay. So. I'll have to look at it. Because you had to, you were just looking up codes and putting in codes. No, there's like ten of them that are just like here's kind of the best of the best that gotcha. was made in the workshop, like that gun game one, right? Uh, the zombie one, and a couple of others uh, that we played. That were just, yeah, already, like, preloaded in, like, hey, here's some good workshop games if you want to see kind of what people are making. Right. Uh, but, yeah. They were saying that it was going to be available, so I was assuming that means you could mess yeah, around with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing you can, because I think there was a way to, like, get into the workshop. But I think you might but, need, like, a keyboard for your Xbox, because it sounds like it's pretty, like, You could probably heavy. do it. <laughs> it would just be Take forever, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited to kind of see what we can do in the workshop as far well, as on the Xbox, I think as far even, as finding codes. And, um, yeah, you can even just find codes on, like, the Reddit and play yeah. whatever they're playing there, Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's, that's exciting. Um, I, I do like the anniversary event, because every time you open a box, like, it's the first time I get, st- like, a lot of stuff I don't have. Yeah. Because uh, kind of just always, it you know, percentage-wise, you're more likely to get. Yeah. Something. Um, it is the other thing. Like, it's kind of weird though, because for the anniversary event, you get the skins, which are neat, but there's no like real event. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. cycles from the other events. So you're not like, oh, this is a new mode. You know, it's like all the modes you've already done, just kind of cycling. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. With this one though, I mean, they did add the workshop mode. Yeah, that's true. Which are yeah, kind that's of true. Exciting and new. Uh, I've also played a bit of. Uh... <coughs> What, I don't even know what it's called. It was a the game with gold golf game. There's a oh yeah, it sounded like you gave up on that pretty fast. Yeah, what's it called? It's I don't. It's PG, some PGA tour game. Oh gotcha. It's a free game with gold. I went in and created a character that looked like a high elf from Skyrim. Gotcha. And, <laughs> the uh, best golf game I've played recently is uh, Infinite Mini Golf. You should, if you ever get to see that on sale, yeah. definitely check that one out. Uh, but yeah, no, it's I was playing it and monkeying around and. Uh, something happened and I ended up, I don't remember what it was. Oh, I was putting and the putting just doesn't make sense to me. Mm. So like I did two holes and it was fine because I kept chipping in really close to the hole. And then the third one I was putting and just not doing well. And so I just ended up hitting the ball into buildings and things to see what it would do. Gotcha. Pretty good, uh, pretty good, uh, physics 
on hitting buildings and stuff. <laughs> uh, Neil, what have you been playing over there? Wait, uh, have you still been playing um, Monster Hunter World? Have you gotten back into that at all? I ha- I played it. Yeah, I played it that one time, and that was it. I want to sit down and get back into that with you, even if it's just briefly. Yeah. Want to dip my toe in? Um, what have I been playing? What have I been playing? Um, what have I been playing? Oh, um, well, obviously Overwatch. And then my brother-in-law, Matt, hopped on this weekend, and we went through a bunch of um, Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, he's helping right. me beat this story because I'm trying to get it off my list. And it's still fun. It's still just Far Cry, but it's still amusing. Right. Cool. This, I will say, this one, I'm like, uh, you. the story is not even worth listening to. I skip it. Yeah. Kind of just aggravating characters with no real it's it's evil for the sake of being evil there's no like justification in it there's no like, new no new ground being tread with their story yeah like in the last one you know there was the whole cult thing and at least mm-hmm. behind the cult there was an ideology and like a firm belief as outlandish as it was there was some sort of justification this is just like these two motocross twins with a gang of motocross people being evil because I don't know, their Dang, dad was cool. abusive or weird or taught them <laughs> to be evil. Yeah, it was, it's not great. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's something I gotta get into soon. I know it's not super long. So no. I haven't really had a chance. I haven't had a chance to play a lot, which is odd because I feel like last week I had so much time and actually played a lot of games for the first time in a minute. But I'm back to being busy. So I played Overwatch. I've been got, I got back into Pokemon Go. Uh, I was gone in Ohio, so I played with some people in Ohio, made some friends, which is fun because now you can like give gifts. It's fun to just get random gifts. Be like, oh, that's a cool place that I'll never go. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? yeah, I like that. Um, and then I played the Pokemon card game a little bit. Um, me and my buddies that were with me, we all had we all brought our switches and had these grand plans to play Mario Kart and Smash Brothers, and none of us even had a chance to pull it out the whole weekend. That's funny. So they all it all just sat in our bag. Anytime we were at our apartment, we were just sleeping, basically. So that's all I've played besides Overwatch. Um, but that, yeah, that's it. Unless there's anything else you guys play that you want to talk about. No, I'm trying to get all my... I'm staying late at work all the time because I'm trying to get trying to get everything done so I can have a good vacation. Yeah. Look at me be a, being an adult. Being an adult. And I'm sure we'll play some games this weekend or this, oh, yeah. when I'm over there. Uh, maybe I'll buy a Switch game for the planes. That's what I oh, was we're thinking. gonna go to we're gonna go to our version of Barcade, which I'm sure is very similar to yours, but yeah. you can still see it. Yeah, cool. It's I'm just done. more expensive. Yay! <laughs> we were at dinner with my mom and my stepdad before this, and Courtney was like, "I just want to go to one of a uh, like a place where I just spend all my money on one plate." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, good." Oh, yeah, good. she was she was talking to me about that. I know a couple places. Uh, I just have no desire to do that. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. It would have to, that food would have to like put me in a coma for like a week. Like that's how good it had to be. No, it's not not even going to be enough to fill you up. Right, yeah, because I was like, I'd be pissed. It would just be like a little thing in the middle of your plate like they do. It's going to be great, but it's going to be great for about three bites. Right, exactly. And is it even really going to be great, or is it just going to be some like overhyped like... I'm a chef. Here's my 
here's my dandelion. I mean, bubbles. I've had good expensive meals before, but I don't want to spend two hundred fifty dollars on a plate. Yeah. You know, we took dandelion stems and boiled them for three hours, and then put gelatin in them and made them into bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> and this is on a bed of what's that called stuff called gastro I don't know it's Colon- gastro supplementary yeah. whatever yeah alright Neil you got any history for us today yeah I got a little bit um, May 21st 2008 the Wii releases the Wii Fit oh, to wow. mothers nationwide yeah I know a lot of people that have had those and now you can get them on eBay <laughs> or the Facebook marketplace like crazy <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you ever actually play with those? I remember, I remember like stepping on it and like maybe playing through the software once, and then yeah. I never had one, and I don't think I knew anyone that had their own. Like sometimes uh, I'd be at somebody's and be like, "Oh, your mom has that," and they'd be like, "Yeah," and that was kind of the end of it. I had one. Yeah. Did yeah. you like it? Yeah, I'm gonna get around with that bunch. I don't know that the... You've said monkeyed around, I think, three times this episode. (laughs) (laughs) He's just really into monkeys today, man. Uh, It's all that Winston we played yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Monkeying around. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It's just like I've never even heard you say it before, so that's why it's like... I say it a lot. Okay. I don't know what I was saying, though. Sorry. Way to go, Dan. You liked it. You monkeyed around with it. Yeah, I don't remember getting any other games that it worked with. Gotcha. Other than just the, the Wii, Fit. Wii Fit thing. But. Did it have other games that it worked with? Yeah, it's probably snowboarding games and some shit, I'm sure. Right. Right, right. Um, what else you got for us, Neil? Okay, and then on uh, uh, still May 21st, 2004, Worms 3D came out for the computer. Oh, cool. Um... So was that the first Worms then? No, there was there's 2D before that. This was the first one that took place, obviously, in a 3D space. Gotcha. Because they're always kind of 2D, though, right? They you can only move in a 2D Most space. Most of them are. Yes, right. this one isn't. Okay. Because uh, cool. this one came out for the Game GameCube later, and I remember playing the crap out of it. I love Worms. The thing, the only thing is though, every time you, every time I feel like I get a new one. I'm always like, oh, this is just like the old one. Why did I buy this one? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much, I mean, they're like sports games. Just tiny, it's just like new weapons and stuff. Nothing right. Nothing totally game-changing. Unless you make it 3D. That was the last one I could think of. Does Worms, like. Is Worms on the Switch? I'm going to check that out. You keep talking. And then, uh, obviously, May 23rd, 2016. Don't buy Over- Worms. I'm just looking. Over- <laughs> okay. Overwatch came out. Oh, wow. Overwatch, what was that? <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying it's it's like the anniversary of it? Something like that. Weird. No, yeah. I wouldn't buy wor- I wouldn't buy worms for the Switch. But <laughs> okay. Because you seeing. literally just said every time I buy one, I'm like, oh. Well, yeah, I know, but I just wanted to see. I was like, it'd be really good for the Switch. Wonder if it's out for it. It is. WMD. <laughs> I, and that's it. Um, I didn't see anything else that really piqued my interest. All right, cool. Uh, let's talk about upcoming games. We also don't have a lot on that end either. E3 is coming up very soon, so you're kind of, I think everybody's kind of hiding it's out until the then. The lull before the storm. Yep. Um, so Wednesday, May 22nd, which is today for us, uh, Everybody's Golf VR comes up for PS4 uh, VR. And tomorrow, Thursday, May 23rd, Wonder Boy Returns Remix comes out for the Nintendo Switch. Mm. So Who's Wonder Boy? 
Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy is an uh, old game that's had a lot of games over the years. So, you have to look. It's kind of like a platformer kind of thing. I think you can turn into monsters. Or maybe I'm thinking Monster Boy. I can't remember. But I know that it's been around for a Wonder while. Wonder Boy is a song by Tenacious D. By Tenacious D. <laughs> and it's probably their best song. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's just a really good song. It's not like a... It's kind of a goofy song, but it's not like... That's what Tenacious D does. Some of the goofiest. It would be like a song you could hear on the radio. Uh, mon- it's like a monster. It's also known as Monster World. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, yeah, there's one, two. Three, I'm looking four, at the OG right now. What a Wonder Boy. Nine. nine one cloth. I was got an angel. Have you, have you? Excuse me. Have either of you played Owl Boy? No, it's on my list because I've heard it's great, but I, w- I would like to get it for my Switch. Well, that's like the thing. It's like it's weird now that we have Switch is common. It's getting third-party games. Well, just in general, just when games from two different systems cost a different amount, like it's so odd. Like I mean, it's not that odd, but I I get it. But you can get it for PlayStation or Xbox for twenty bucks, but it's always gonna be like thirty-five for Switch. Yeah. yeah, and it's like certain games I want for my Switch because it seems like it'd be nice to just play it before I go to bed or something like that. Yeah. But then they always end up being like free on Xbox. I'm like, I guess I won't get it for the Switch anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there haven't been any good indie games on Game Pass or on uh, Gold for a while. No, they've been really putting out some other ones. Yeah, more. They just added a bunch of really good games. They're, they just uh, now it's a bunch of great games for Game Pass. Yeah, um, and all the good hot. games have been on Game Pass. None of them have been on. That's probably because they're trying gold. to trying to pump up Game Pass. And here's PGA Tour Golf. <laughs> cool, dude. I, I guess Battlefront Two just came out on it, which yeah. is good still game. an older game though. Yeah, like old, old, like an Xbox. Um, yeah, they just announced a great list of Game Pass games. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Super Hot was on there. Um, Dead Before Daylight, that's the game we played, right, Clinton? Or Neil? Nope. Yes. Yes. Yep, that's coming to Game Pass, which is cool, because I remember we were like, I don't know if we'd What's the these. one that just came out? It was like All the King's Men or something? It looked interesting. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's like a low-poly kind of RPG-looking thing. Gotcha. Here's some, Oh, here we go. Um, well, that's from April. They just announced a whole bunch recently, like today. And I can't find it. Oh, well. All right, let's get into the news. I, did, I thought I probably should just put it in the news, but whatever. So let's talk about this. Uh, this is from IGN. So Just Cause is having a movie made. I don't know if we've talked about that because we're always talking about movies. Just Cause oh, is the one where yeah. you can yeah grab more himself. uninspiring. Here's a dictator. Go kill him. Yeah, it's storytelling. So there's going to be a movie, and it's the John Wick creator is going to write the script for the thing. Um, if you Hopefully he takes no inspiration from the game. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen John Wick movies, they're ridiculous. So this is probably a good pairing. Yeah, they're just over the top yeah. kind of You ever seen any? action. Yeah, I've seen the first two. Gotcha. I just saw the third one, and I've never seen the first two. I'm sure you don't need you to. You don't need to. Yeah. But, Someone kills his dog, and he mm-hmm. goes berserk. You find out he was part of some assassination mm-hmm. underground world, and that's why he's rich. And yep. then that's about it. 
yeah, the new one was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, so that's happening. Um, also, speaking of movies and games, so Sony has unveiled that they are going to ha- they have PlayStation Productions. It's going to make movies and TV shows based off of their games. So far, they have an Uncharted movie that is in advanced development. That one I could see being a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's like a good. It's Indiana just Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. Right. And they've also are developing a twisted metal television show. Oh, uh, I, th- I think that'd be like a great Death Race movie, but I don't see it as an episodic adventure. I don't know. So we'll see. That's. Uh, I'm trying to think of other have. things that's in that we have. vein that are, mo- are TV shows. It's very anime-esque to me, in a way. Like a show about people who get into cars. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely anime shows mm-hmm. that are exactly that. Yeah. But that's about yeah, the only thing I can think I of. I mean, there's a, whole, there's a whole vein of, like, 1980s exploitation films all around people who drive cool cars and kill people in cars. And yeah. That. I was thinking, like, TV shows. There's no, like, serialized TV shows that are kind right. of... Right. That I can think of. And Twisted Metal is, like, Night Knight Rider. Too. Like Twisted, yeah, it would be interesting. Just like a cop show, right? right. Yeah. yeah, but Twisted Metal is gonna have to be pretty dark because like Sweet Tooth is kind of scary and everything's kind of like grimy. Like it'll be interesting to see. Oh yeah, it's definitely like a what weird, exactly like, network they're trying to get it on yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll reserve judgment on that. I don't yeah. expect much, but yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. It'll, and so those are the two that they have announced uh, so far. Um, that we don't really have anything else to go off of except for those are happening. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see what else PlayStation does. If we're going to see God of War stuff, if we're going to see The Last of Us stuff, um, anything like that. So, The Last of Us movie would be really cool. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Well, the um, thing is, they just have to remake their game as a movie, and their movie already plays, their game already plays like a movie. Yeah, I know. That's always, I feel like, the issue. But I think that's what people should just do, is just make make the movie. Just, just how it was. Like, just do it. And maybe make make it sh- you place. make it shorter, obviously. I don't know yeah. if you because the, the cutscenes are yeah, probably like you yeah. probably have to do change some shit and stuff. Yeah, in there, but it'd be interesting. Um, let's see here. So, mobile. Uh, talked about we've been talking about mobile games and laws and stuff like that. It's also from IGN. So Nintendo is going to shut down their mobile has to shut down all their mobile games in Belgium because of their loot box law laws. Yeah. So it's shutting down um, Fire Emblem Heroes and Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. I was just looking at the new Mario Kart game kind of reviews out of Japan, and it sounds like it's just kind of a microtransaction mess. Yeah, which is so funny because Nintendo came out and was like, we don't want it to be that. And it's like, well, that, that's, that's what you're doing. Exactly what this yeah. That's what your board wants. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's interesting because we have that um, lawmaker, that senator, trying to pass the, that those laws here, too. So it would be, I think if America changed the laws, the games would change, as opposed to just not being available here. You know what I mean? It's such a large market. Yeah. Yeah. Depending. Well, yeah. We're getting more lax on gambling. I I'm, don't think that'll happen. Now yeah. there's legalized college sports betting. Like where? Like online? Yeah. I, it, oh. I think it's still on a state-to-state Basis, basis, but gotcha. federally it's legal. Well, yeah, I think federally it's always been legal. Well, yeah, because like Las Vegas and stuff like that, they do it on their own terms. Yeah, I have no idea. It's got to be, otherwise, obviously, the feds I feel like would be all up in Nevada's 
face all the time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know gambling loss. It's probably like it's probably more less about gambling and more about interstate trade that it's regulated. Yeah. Gotcha. Where you can't be gambling in other states if you're like if I'm in Michigan, I can't interstate travel to Indiana or Ohio and mm-hmm. then place a bet or something. Gotcha. Or order a bet from there. Right. I don't know. I, that's my uninformed guess. <laughs> Wholly uninformed. Well, yeah, that's like, what's it called? Like wire fraud or something if you bet outside of your own state? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, know. I think it's called wire fraud. It's a felony. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about, this is also kind of political and laws and stuff, it's from Kotaku. So, as some of you may know, if you follow politics or anything like that, the U.S. and China are have started a trade war, and we've been in it for a little over a year. Um, and because the Nintendo Switch is made in China, Nintendo is considering upping the price of the Nintendo Switch. They're still keeping their eye on it. Uh, the Nintendo president said the effect on the business is huge, but they're watching closely to see what happens next. So this would have a 25% tax on Nintendo Switch um, and 40% of Switches are sold here so it's not like they can just write that off so it would be have a 25% tax on the Switch and it would lead uh, it would go on to the uh, consumer so the Switches could be, uh, get more expensive and it, they also point out here and just something to keep in mind that Nintendo is not the only company that makes their product in China so if this continues we could see our video game products becoming more expensive and your cell phones and your computers mm-hmm. And your cars. And so, you we always say clothes. politics affects everybody. So, make sure you guys go and vote when it's time to vote and pay attention and uh, be informed. Because uh, this, you know, this is going to affect everybody from video gamers to, like you said, everyone cell phones, computers, all that kind of stuff. It's all part of the art of the deal, man. <laughs> Clinton's not allowed to say anything. Oh, yeah, sorry, I should shut up. <laughs> Anyway, it's it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, and speaking of uh, the economy, the Ouya store is closing next month. So if you don't know what the Ouya was, this is from Game Informer. It was a little box that was crowdfunded. It was digital only. It was a console for under a hundred dollars. Um, so they ended up getting about a million dollars to start it. And you hooked it up to, excuse me, the internet, and it was digital only. Download stuff came with a little controller, so it was kind of cheap, and it just couldn't it just couldn't hang out with Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft, so it didn't work very well, uh, or it didn't do very well. So in 2015, they stopped manufacturing it, and now the game store is going to close on June 25th, 2019. So if you happen to have one of these things. Uh, and you want games for it that you don't have now that you just have to buy them now. Otherwise you'll never be able to get them in any way. Unless it has some kind of... Well, you'll of have to buy them like 200% more expensive on eBay. Well, I don't know what you... It doesn't have a disk drive or anything, so I think the only way you can ever do oh. stuff is digitally. Yeah. It's literally like a box that's about the size of a controller. Right, right. Yep. So, unless you can find a way to hack it or get into it somehow this is this is the end of it did you see the uh story about the firewatch team Mm -mm. the company that made firewatch is putting on a portable 
game that has a hand crank on it. I just saw that as I was driving in, actually, at dinner. I uh, didn't get a chance to put it on there. I can look for it. It was just, it looked like, I don't know if they're just like early, early prototype renderings, but it looks super goofy. <laughs> yeah, it does. It kind of looks like a Game Boy with a little crank on the side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, here we go. So I found this from Kotaku. Playdate is a new portable gaming system from the app developer Panic coming in early 2020. It's got a black and white screen, no backlight, has directional pad, A and B buttons, and it has a uh, rotatable crank that pops out on the right side. Instead of buying games, Playdate owners will receive a season of 12 surprise games delivered over 12 weeks from developers. Um, Are they fishing games? I don't know. <laughs> so th- this is from Mike Fahey, I believe is how you say his last name. I'm from Kotaku, and he says, When I received the Playdate announcement under embargo last week, I thought it was a joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I thought it was a joke, too, initially. I was like, what? It's pretty interesting looking. It does look like Pikachu, which is weird. Uh, what is the crank? I th- probably powers it. You can probably charge it through the by a crank. I don't yeah. know what else. Like unless it is just like weird. So input yeah, device. it's black and white. Yeah, um, low power LCD. It's very much sharp. Yeah, it's like a like a Game Boy screen. Um, it's one hundred forty nine dollars, which is you know gives you all the games. When a new game is downloaded, the light on the playdate will flash, informing owners of something new to play. So the idea is that it'll be a surprise, so you won't even know that when you're getting a game. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so they have a lot of interesting people coming in. Someone who created the people who made a, a, a Katamari Damacy, like their one. Yeah, so it's about the whole experience. Let's see. Okay, this game. Okay, here we go. So the the crank is part of the play system. It's not to charge it. This game uses this. Someone's making a, a game called Crankin's Time Travel Adventure. Crankin. Crankin. Mm. Uh, this game uses the crank exclusively to control the flow of time, backward and oh. forward. Your goal: get Crankin to his date with Crankette. <laughs> while avoiding an ever-increasing series of ridiculous obstacles. Obstacles that aren't affected by the time control. So, interesting. Cranking. This looks uh, pretty silly. Cranking, that sounds gimmicky, but best of luck. Right. I don't know. It's, it, might, it might be one of those things that you get and you hold on to, and then you're like, oh, I have one of these weird things that only 100 people bought, you know? Yeah. Hey, you guys want to crank it? <laughs> you want to get crank into his cranking date with crank hat? <laughs> that has to be the the mascot, right? Cranking for the whole thing, like how Pikachu's kind of for Pokemon, and Mario's oh, kind of for their, Nintendo. He's their tracer. He's their Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> cranking. All right, so uh, E3 is coming up. So far, they have forty-one games announced that are going to be there and then a lot of rumored ones so i don't want to read all of them so let's just talk about a couple things we're going to learn about at e3 anthem apex legends of course some of these are going to be like dlc and add-on content battlefield 5 b simulator i'm interested in that if it's anything like yeah borderlands 3 cyberpunk 2077 doom eternal dying light 2 Farmer's Dynasty, which I wonder if that's, I don't 
know if that's part of the games that you played or whatever, but those are usually farm simulator. No, so. it's it's a uh, it's a dating sim a la farmers only. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will be seeing Halo Infinite, which I'm very excited for. Excuse me. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Right. Um, let me see. Sim more for The Sims 4. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Stranger Things 3, the game. Super Mario Maker 2. Wasteland 3. And that's about it for anything I kind of see that's interesting. I'm sure we'll get a lot of surprises. Uh, things that are rumored to appear. Animal Crossing 2019, the Avengers product from ubisoft which i thought that was a sub of, of animal crossing animal crossing 2 or animal crossing 2019 the avengers project project uh beyond good and evil 2 which we've been seeing for a lot the elder scrolls blades final fantasy 7 fire emblem three houses fortnite uh gears 5 gears tactics or in the will wait Wisp. wait rewind that did you say fire emblem three houses Yes. Oh, like house, like medieval, like this is. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's yeah. a much more exciting game. <laughs> you thought we were making houses in Fire Emblem? <laughs> Just, I thought it was already made. This is my house. Uh, Outer Wilds, The Outer Worlds, Tom Clancy's Recon Breakpoint, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Skull and Bones, Tunic, and Wolfenstein Youngblood, which are all it's rumored or assumed that they probably will be there. Is Tom Clancy dead? Yes, I believe so. It's Tom Clancy's net worth. <laughs> um, speaking of people, three hundred million. Okay. Wow. Uh, speaking of people who are dead but still are winning at life, I read about a story today about a man who was a jockey in the twenties. He rode one race because he was actually a, uh, like a stable keeper and he wanted to ride a race but he was too heavy so he like went on this big diet he lost like 12 pounds in two weeks and he rode this horse called sweet kiss and he won when they went to go congratulate him they found that halfway through the race he had died of a heart attack <laughs> oh Oh, they just like not eat for thirteen yeah, weeks or they, something. They basically, I mean, it was in the twenties, so who knows exactly how you take a bunch of they were. In. But they're basically thinking that his extreme weight loss plus the excitement of like getting into first killed him. And the horse is just achieve like, your Let's dreams. Go. So this is the lesson: achieve your dreams slowly. Okay. <laughs> so he still won the race because he stayed on the horse. And uh, the horse never, they never had the horse do a race again. Although its name became Sweet Kiss of Death. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting you know, story. Nothing to do with video people, games. It's just freaking, you know, the artists aren't recognized until they die. And I think. <laughs> That's what they say. Is he part of the 27 Club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not, because like he was probably like seventeen and was like a man in nineteen twenty three or whatever it was. <laughs> you know that stuff went. Um, all right, that's all for the news. Unless you guys have anything else you want to discuss before we move on. Nope. Kind of short. We're kind of waiting for E three. I'm pretty excited. What's your uh, What's your surprise announcement at E three? Guess. I'm so bad at these. Um. Well, while I think about this, I just want to say my the game I'm most excited for that I know is coming is Halo Infinite. Okay. Um, my surprise announcement, I'm going to say that Tunic 
the game that looks like Zelda that was announced last year. It was supposed to come out pretty recently. I think that they're going to show it, and they're going to be like, and it's on Game Pass today. Okay. That's going to be my kind of crazy semi, but I just get that feeling from that game. Okay. Neil, what you got? Wreck-It Ralph Kart Racing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Swing out of left field. It's not too odd. Yeah. That's not too weird. Also, I heard, by the way, speaking of that, uh, the Sonic Kart Racer is supposed to be very good. That just came out. So Ah. something to look out for. Maybe I'll get that for the Switch. Race some carts. Yeah. What do you have, Clinton? What do you think? Uh, I think. Um, ooh, I think B Sim's gonna be a breakout hit. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. And I think the surprise game, unannounced. This is happening. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Sonic RPG. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll definitely do an episode of like full yeah. predictions and stuff. Um, since you're a little short, I do want to say that I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I was incorrect. I thought that Rage 2 was going to be like breakout. Holy crap. We didn't see this game being so good. It's come out to mediocre reviews. It's a Bethesda shooting game. They're yeah. always going to be mediocre. I mean, Wolfenstein and stuff like that, those are really good. But I thought just because this had another element that it might just be like, whoa. But people say it's fun. But. It was not the game of the year kind of stuff I was thinking it would be. <laughs> I will not be purchasing it. Um, I would, but not for the full price. We'll see. Maybe it'll, that'll be a Game Pass thing, but that's to work with them a lot. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a little bit. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Game Goose. I <laughs> uh, Maybe, unless Clinton just left everything in of us being idiots. Um, today, we're going to be talking about a thing that happens in games a lot called you, fast travel. Have you listened to... Sorry, I'm just going to preempt That's everything. Okay. Have you been listening to our episodes at all? No, because we have heard them when we yeah, did them. Yeah. I figured you wouldn't and be kind of pretentious if you did. But uh, <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> uh, I've been putting... Well, I guess I put last episode some of the dumb shit we were talking about during break at the end nice. after we finished. Nice, nice, nice. Um... Yeah, that's, that's all right. Yeah, that'd be really weird. Like, just also just people get in my car and just listening to me. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely listened to some of our episodes. Well, you are also to we, check. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, we're going to talk about fast travel, which is a thing mostly in like RPG, open world kind of games. Um, so where should we start? I guess fast travel. Neil, you like to give a breakdown and a definition of things. You do that. Yeah, I do when I'm prepared. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, fast travel, it's so hard to explain. I Well, I think that it is. it has become such an innocuous thing. It's it's expected in, um, I think in a previous episode, we talked about the term open world becoming kind of commonplace so much as, you know, it's not even said anymore. When we go into a game, we expect you to have a large world with many different biomes and things to explore. You know, uh, we want you to run the gamut of environments because if you put us in one place for 20, 30 hours, we're going to get bored. Mm -hmm. Um, That said, I think that a lot of uh, a lot of the charm in video games, uh, like uh, when we were talking about Zelda, when Zelda was really getting off the ground, when they were still designing it, people found that what what really drew gamers were was the mystery and going out there and finding stuff that that wasn't 
you know, label on a map and instantly and stuff like that. And and I think that fast travel, while it is necessary, it is also, it's kind of a necessary evil. I think it does take away from the game directors and the studio's vision mm-hmm. for their project. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know if I agree uh, with that. I mean, I think for me, I don't, I think personally, everyone has their own views on this. I think this is something that people probably have a lot of opinions about one way or another. And it's not that big of a deal because you can, if there is fast traveling, you're not ever required to use it. Yeah. But like I'm to the point where I think that elder Scrolls and fallout games have a little bit too much fast travel. Like any location you run into, you can then use as like a traveling point. I'm more of a fan of like Zelda and fable, like where there are hubs that you can go to. And then you kind of have to go out from there. Cause I do like seeing the world. Um, but, but I, like you, like I just mentioned, you don't have to use them in Fallout and Elder Scrolls, and there's a lot of times I don't. I just go, all right, I know this is there. I'm just going to kind of walk in between to see if I find anything, because that's kind of part of the experience, yeah. you know? So I, I, I think there are a f- good set of, like, four categories mm-hmm. that I would consider, and then I'm going to label the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful. Are you okay. blowing up my spot, Clinton? Maybe. Are you trying to categorize things right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, to start with the good. The yeah. good is like Zelda. Yeah. Uh, you know people are going to need it, and mm-hmm. uh, to be able to do it from anywhere is super awesome. Yes, I do like that. Uh, but not being able to travel anywhere mm-hmm. is also really good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, going to hubs and then kind of going out. So then you still have to kind of go out in the world and do things. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Bad is Skyrim Fallout, yeah. where you can fast travel from anywhere to anywhere. Right. You lose a lot of kind of the in between. Yeah. Which, unless you're unless you're inside a structure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you do and have you to have unlock to, the. Yeah, and you have to get there first to mm-hmm. do it and stuff. So yeah, I think going to like. Fast traveling to the major cities would be cool. Yeah. Uh, and then moving out from there would be the way to do it. Because there's yeah. a bunch of cities in Skyrim. I mean, the first one of the first things I do in Skyrim, if I'm like, oh, I want to fast travel a lot, I just, just go the to carriage. the carriage and yeah. then just pay to go to all the cities. Yeah. Uh, so that's the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what I would consider ugly, I guess, though. Uh, maybe even Skyrim is kind of just ugly. It just goes into a loading screen. And it's just like, oh, here you go. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the beautiful, I would say, is like uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, and Red Dead Redemption. Both mm-hmm. do it really well, where you can fast travel if you go to a carriage or you can call right. a taxi. Uh, and just traveling in general in Red Dead is really cool because right. you can get on your horse, you can set a destination, and then the horse will just go. Right. And you can do uh, that with Grand Theft Auto. In some ways, yeah. Uh, yeah, in the taxi. You can get in the taxi and it'll drive you there. Right, right, yeah. Uh, and then in The Witcher, I think they do a similar thing. The Witcher does it really well, too. You have to be at a certain point. Mm-hmm. You have to be at like one of the fast travel posts, and you can travel to another fast travel post. Spider-Man's another one that does it super well. Um, if you're in Spider-Man, if you fast travel, it shows like the loading screens, quote-unquote, are you on the subway? Mm-hmm. Um, but I only fast traveled. I played that game, you know, for twenty-two hours or whatever. I only fast traveled once, just because moving around was so, so fun. Yeah. yeah, and it didn't take that much time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess I don't know what ugly would be. Just kind of some of the games. Well, that you know, just, I will say as far, one, seg- as, far as segments goes, the good, the good, the bad, and the beautiful with Clinton Brower kind of rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that was that would be good. I'm sure if I. 
had actually written it down that yeah. I could have come up with something. Maybe that will be our topic that takes over uh, history, good, bad, and beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that just we were talking about Zelda, and we always talk about Zelda, but while I do enjoy like unlocking the points, and I that is like a, a big um, like part of the game and part of the experience is like, oh, I see a tower, I mark it, I go there, and then I can use mm-hmm. it as a fast travel hub. And you can use the shrines as fast yeah, travel guess, too, though. I right? guess Zelda, you really can fast travel almost to any point that you've been to, as long as you well, walk you can't up do to it. Cities, and, you can only do shrines and towers. Yeah, but every city has a shrine right next to true, it. True, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do, like, I don't know. Horse. I guess it's just more. I felt more of a needed mechanic mm-hmm. in uh, Zelda compared to Skyrim. Well, I think there's just so many locations in, in Elder Scrolls and Fallout games. Yeah. That, like, sometimes they're, like, all right next to each other. You almost can't even choose one because they're <coughs> yeah. like, stacked on top of each other. But I also, I feel like in Skyrim you don't need to fast travel as much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because a lot of, the, a lot of, a lot of Zelda is spent in the overworld, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of Skyrim is spent in dungeons. That's true. So you don't, you don't fast travel nearly as much, and so I felt like it was a lot of, like, Oh, I need to go to a dungeon. Okay, I'm going to hop to the closest thing to where this quest right. marker is, walk the 100 yards, go into the dungeon, come out of the dungeon, fast travel back to the city. And right. I m- missed a lot of kind of that moving around. Right. Which I think if, yeah, there were more kind of centralized hubs that you had mm-hmm. to move in and out from, even if you could fast travel from anywhere, right. it would make it more interesting. Um but the thing I was going to say about Zelda that is a little odd is like climbing, not odd, but just tiring is climbing the towers to unlock them is such a like uh, trope in games now yeah. that you, that oh, you yeah. constantly have yeah. to do. And I was like, ah, this is, that was like one of the most uncreative parts of Zelda, I'd say, for yeah. such a uh, game that's like I'll so s- different in a way. I'll say that it does... I'd say that it belongs in a Zelda or really a Nintendo title more than it belongs in like a Far Cry because really it's a, it's a platforming puzzle. Yeah, and, and they did make the towers a little interesting. One's like knocked over. There's one that has the vines on it that you have to burn. There was surrounded like, by enemies. Yeah, yeah. some of the, go the laser the, guys. The mud pit. The mud pit one. Ugh. Yeah. I don't remember having trouble with that one. I remember not having trouble but being like, this is frustrating, like... Yeah, like I knew what to do, but sometimes it wasn't like constantly happening the right way I needed it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the towers, but I'm just like, oh, I've seen this before. Yeah. Also, they got rid of towers in the in Far Cry Five, didn't they? Yeah, you do it. You do one. Right. Um, and don't they and make then, fun of it? Then, don't they say like, they, wouldn't this be annoying if we made it do you do this all the time or something like that? Yeah, they make a joke about it. Yeah. What is the fast travel system like in Five? That's another game that you can... That's the game I was thinking about, not Grand Theft Auto. You get in a car, instead of Waypoint, you can just kind of chill. And you'll drive. Auto drive, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, and Far Cry, you can go to any outpost that you've liberated. So it's kind of like a hub again. You can't yeah. get anywhere, but you can get in the ballpark, which mm-hmm. I think we're all agreeing is the best way to do it mm-hmm. um, with, with the size of games now. Um, yeah, you. I mean, you have to have a fast travel. I'm not yeah. gonna play your game to go run back in. Or if you don't have a fast travel, I better not have to backtrack a bunch. Right. Like, ever. Yeah. Cause... Oh, like I can't imagine like Borderlands without without oh, a fast travel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's also certain games where exploration 
isn't rewarded, and that's not a bad thing. Right. Um, and, and those games shouldn't lean on it. It shouldn't need to lean on it as heavily. Yeah. So uh, have you guys ever played, like, a Fallout or a Skyrim or any game and decided, like, just be like, I'm not going to use fast travel? Uh, oh, I tried to do a Skyrim game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I played it for like I think twenty hours. And you didn't know fast travel. Yeah, and it just takes so long to do anything. I think yeah. I played for twenty hours and I was like level twelve, just because right. so much of it is spent running around. Did you feel like you saw some things you wouldn't have? Did you ever feel like there's any like positive to it at all, or were you kind of like, oh, I just should have played with fast travel? Uh, yeah. I mean, that game is a mile wide, inch deep. There's not a whole lot going on mm-hmm. in it. All of the content is really kind of sol- or, uh, uh, centralized around dungeons. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's not much that actually happens out in the world. Right. You'll run into the occasional NPC, Mike, or, like, a bear here or there. Or the guards, like, bringing, sol- uh, like, yeah, the stuff. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, where you can free, yeah, Stormcloaks or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh... And then it gets to a point, too, once the dragon's awake, you run into so many dragons all the mm-hmm. time and stuff. It just becomes more of a nuisance and a hassle to yeah. do it. There's a lot of wilderness in that game. There's a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot of just empty. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a few things that you'll come across here and there. Just like, here's a shack that has, like, a witch in it or whatever. Right, but mostly witches, you're seeing but... entrances to dungeons. Yeah. And then you don't see them unless you go in them. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. To see I mean, they happens. all everything appears on the little HUD too. So like right. maybe if you could turn the HUD off, which you I'm sure be you able can. To, yeah. But yeah, no, I played it for about twenty hours, and it just it's not worth it in right. that game. See, I, I think I, I started and I probably played it for a very few hours. But Fallout New Vegas, I've heard, is like one of the better ones to do without fast driving because there is so much packed in that game. Yeah, you do run into a lot of stuff. Yeah. There are, are, I'm trying to think too, I'm sure that there are games that do it like fast travel doesn't unlock for a while, where you play mm-hmm. for a long time. I think Dark Souls does it, I want to say, where you have to play for a while and then fast travel unlocks. Uh, that's what Borderlands does. Right. You, you always have to somehow fix the, I forget what their the name is. The computer is. things, yeah. But yeah, in every game you have to get that up and running. Usually it's through the first boss. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and even, like, Japanese RPGs, like, like thinking back to, like, some of the Tales games and stuff, I know that game, I don't know if there was fast travel, but there was, like, as you got farther and farther along, you start off, like, walking, mm-hmm. and then you get to ride on this little dog thing, and then eventually you unlock, like, hover bikes that go a lot faster. So, like, there are ways to do that, too, where not necessarily you can teleport between places, but, mm-hmm. like, in your overworld, you can eventually move faster, which makes it less of a kind of slog. Um, You know, one game I just thought of that has, like, a weird... That you have to wait to unlock fast travel, and I don't think about it as fast travel, but it totally is, is Pokemon. You have oh. to wait till you learn Fly, yeah. and then you can do that. the... Yeah, and, and that... At, in, in Pokemon 2, it does it well because it's at a point where you finally are starting to back travel. And right. Stuff. You don't really backtrack a Pokemon until you hit fly and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, yeah, now yeah. I need this. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I got to go here. And-, mm-hmm. and you can only fly to towns, right? Yes, you Correct. can only fly to Pokemon centers in towns. Yeah, I think yeah. there might be a couple, like maybe outside of Mount Moon, you might be able to go to that. Yeah, I, I think it's be- just any Pokemon center you can yeah. fly to. 
Yeah, I haven't played it in a long time. Maybe not. Maybe it has to be in a town. Maybe it might have to be in a city. But yeah, I didn't even. I guess that never even clicked with me. That was probably the first game I ever played that had any kind of fast travel. I mean, Ocarina of Time does. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yeah, Ocarina. No, it doesn't. Well, if you play the. I thought there was a song. Yeah. But I think it might only take you to like the Temple of Time. Gotcha. Yeah. And I would have played Pokemon before. Yeah. Ocarina. Actually, I do you think there is? I mean, obviously, we've all, all agreed it's necessary. Um, but other than exploration, can you see any other downfall? Or, like, how would we how do you approve upon the mechanic? Especially as I, I mean, I know as processing power and consoles and computers gets better, mm-hmm. so the graphics, so that'll kind of always be the, the processing time. We're never going to not have loading screens because as our software gets better, so will the graphics that they're running. There's always going to be a loading screen. But yeah. I feel like, um, and I guess for an example, I'm using uh, uh, No Man's Sky right. in that uh, the, there's essentially two forms of, well, there's a bunch of forms of traveling. Two of the most frequent ones are kind of like your I, like a warp jump. You go from galaxy to galaxy, and that is just a loading screen. Um, but then once you're in a galaxy, there is a vast amount of space in between planets. So you don't have to, you don't need a loading screen to get to this next planet, but you got to go into like, you know, Star Wars hyperdrive and you have to, sometimes you have to sit there for like 60 seconds or so. Um, and you can still like fiddle with your inventory and there's stuff to do. It's a, you know, it's an inventory management game. So that makes sense. And, uh, the other fun thing about it is that, you know, out, out of nowhere, you can get um, enemy ships can, pirates can scan you while you're in subspace. And if they track something on your ship that they want, um, it'll pop you out and you have to either fight or run away. Oh, that's um, cool. And yes, sometimes it can be annoying. I get that. Like you had a, you had a plan. These guys are slowing you down. Um, so I'm not saying that that is, that's a mechanic I want to see in every game. But I think there is room to either aid in exploration, like like you see yourself traveling while you're going from point A to point B and right. can cancel it if you see something exciting, or uh, kind of like, what was that game you were, you were playing um, with all the nodes and each node was a different event? Pathways. Pathways, yeah. like, like in your loading screen or... You know, on your taxi ride in GTA, you get you get like a side quest, like, "Hey, well, what here's about here's this? here's where I think you're coming from, maybe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think I'm not coming from anywhere. <laughs> I think that um, you're saying like what we're saying. How can you improve about it? I think the other downside, uh, besides exploration, is the fact that we have these immersive games. Fast travel is very unrealistic, even in these games. So like. In Skyrim, you know, I guess maybe maybe you want to put it in your head that your person can teleport or whatever. But we've seen no evidence of that within the game. So the fact that you can just move from one point to another just takes you out of the game for a second. You know what I mean? And then you suddenly have like yeah, that's what I think. So I think like Spider-Man does it really well, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna fast travel. 
then it shows him on the subway and you're like, oh, Spider-Man's on the subway. That's how he got here. Yeah. Or if you're in Red Dead and it shows you riding your horse, you're like, oh, he get rode his train, horse. Yeah. yeah. Get in a carriage. Get on a cab, whatever. Uh, so. Or Breath of the Wild where Link digitizes into big data streams. And right, because he's, he's shown that he can the, do that. Right. Yeah, um, yeah cuz I think that's like the thing cuz if you think about movies like uh, when we see yeah. cuts and like time changes we f- can fill in the gaps because of we understand what the characters were doing in between or whatever. Yeah. When we just have a game and suddenly we're like, "All right, don't with that thing. Now I'm back in town." Yeah. It's like maybe that's the ugly of fast travel. Yeah. It's just to not acknowledge it. Yeah, and I think that if there was something, you know, like even in Skyrim if they would have replaced and by the, I do like the Skyrim loading screens by the way. That's a whole nother thing, but you know, it shows a little fact and it has like a 3D model that you can move around, which is also kind of cool to be able to do something while you're in a loading screen. Um if those were just filled with maybe pictures of a carriage ride <laughs> ride or on a horse or something or your character traveling or something like that, it might have filled in the gaps a little better. Yeah. Although it would be hard because you have a custom character, so what would you make them look like? Um, but like when I take the carriages, it's less jarring to me because I paid a guy, he's going to take me to a city. That fast travel doesn't, because it makes sense in my brain, to me when I just walk outside, press start, pick a spot and move, it's kind of like, ugh. This isn't exciting or fun or different or yeah. it's kind of It doesn't shopping. add anything to the game. It just it just makes your life easier, which yeah. is a needed mechanic, but it, there's no like dress up on it. It's just like right. literally like here you can see kind of the back end of mm-hmm. our kind of thoughts on this. Right. And I think like you were saying, Neil, um, about how we might never have load or that we probably are always going to have loading screens. I think just games are going to get better at hiding them. Yeah. Because um, that happens a lot. There, if you're there's a game where you get in an elevator and the door closes. Yeah, Mass and, Effect. Yeah, if you're it. in the elevator, everything's loading outside of it. Yeah, you, you know, I think that's we're gonna see a lot more of that. Yeah, Mass Effect. Well, I'm still counting that as a loading screen. Oh um, yeah. Oh, for sure, but it I definitely mean, makes more sense. You know? well, yeah, I mean, No Man's Sky has no loading screens then. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Which, uh, uh, I forgot to say this for games I played this week, but Deus Ex is very. It's very realist. If you want to go from point A to point B, and point B is in a different part of the city, you got to go get on the subway, man. And yeah, no, yeah. you cannot fast travel to the subway. You got to walk there. Yeah. But they put you in such a vibrant city with so many activities around you, and people will come up and, and talk you're, to you're you. You're finally getting into that game, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm. It feels a little stiff, but I know that's because it's old. I'm yeah. starting to like it. I yeah. really am. I really like that game. Um, maybe we'll see another one of those soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's, that's hyper realist. Yeah. And I, I, I like that in a, in, you know, in a way and I understand, excuse me, that in Skyrim fallout, those games are so large that you can't, they kind of want you to be able to go wherever, whatever time, you know, they don't want to be too much, but if they would have added some added, added, they would have added some carriages on the road. Yeah. And I mean, this. I know that Skyrim is a 360 game technically. Yeah. So it's not but like... There are... There are, like, mods for Skyrim that, like... You think there's, like, a way... Waypoint, Wayfinder, something, mm-hmm. way Waystone mod that, like... The whole point of the mod is to make fast travel more realistic. Gotcha. Like, you find the Waystones and then you can teleport between them. 
Right. Like the waystones hold the magic to teleport. Right. And like just because someone was so wrenched out of the game by just being able to fast travel move whatever you want. Yeah, and exactly. it disables fast travel and like you have to go to the waystones to move across the map. That's interesting. Yeah. So Which is I mean it wouldn't be hard for them to do that. Mm. It's I mean you just throw those waystones one every six or seven dungeons mm-hmm. kind of smack in the center of them and and then you have your kind of waystone network right. or whatever. I would like that. We've we've talked about um we've talked about the 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 slow takeover of casual gamers of specifically the Elder Scrolls uh mm-hmm. franchise. Like I think Dan's used this example before, but there was there's a great meme that goes around that goes from Morrowind to Oblivion to Skyrim and it's all a passage about finding a bear. Right, yeah. And it the Morrowind is like a a two paragraph, you know, journal entry about finding a bear, what are you gonna do next? And then Skyrim is like or uh Oblivion is like you found a bear. Here are your options, and then Skyrim is like bear fight. <laughs> it's nah. like collect ten bear skins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. They're just trying to make it broader to everybody. You know what I mean? They're trying yeah. to just reach a, a higher. So you know that might be the thing they want people. If that's what they're finding, people want to do. But who know? Well, I mean, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what steps this next Elder Scroll takes. Are they gonna be like, all right, Skyrim was a little. Less because it has been a while. Skyrim was a little less. Let's take a step back. Or are they going to be like this? I mean, Skyrim was the most popular Elder Scrolls game to date. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wonder if like you know a lot of times trends get reversed, and I wonder if it will start going back into a, a true role players uh, style game. I mean, people love The Witcher Three, so are they going to be like, all right, let's be more like The Witcher Three, or are they going to be like, people already have The Witcher Three, let's make something different? You know? Yeah. I don't think they'll go. The Witcher Three is so much more linear in story That's and true. stuff. That's true. But uh, yeah, even going back to kind of Breath of the Wild and how it does fast traveling, I'm trying to think. Like, I know I used it, and I'm sure I used it a bunch, but I think partly why it works so well is that a lot of the times you don't want to fast travel, right? Because there is even if you've been from point A to point B, there's so much on the path from point A to point B that you might run into something wholly different than what you thought or remembered. Like there's a lot of times I would go through like the same little mountain chasm Mm -hmm. and I would just notice like, Oh wait, here's another little puzzle that I didn't notice the six times I went through here already. And so like just kind of running through the world felt like there were things there and it was always like stuff I didn't notice before or like things or just like junk, like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm trying to get from this place to a hundred yards out or whatever and i'm right by one of those towers i'll jump up the tower and then parachute or paraglide over there just to kind of look around and see instead of just pair or just uh fast traveling to where i'm trying to get to just because you can see and you can run into things and kind of see more of the stuff and i mean i played that game go ahead uh that's one thing we haven't talked about is or one thing that's becoming clear to me is that games that are able to give your character realistic or, or uh, you know, fun ways of traveling can kind of sidestep this issue, much like Zelda did with the paraglider. Um, and 
Uh, Red Dead does with the auto horse running and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I maybe that's the improvement I'm looking for, is that characters need to find a way to be less. They need yeah they need a way to move around quicker. Yeah. Just in general, if they're gonna be yeah out and about in a big world. Right. Um. So I know that this game has been shit on a lot, but the fast travel is just like the other ones. But Fallout seventy six has a lot going on in the world uh, as you walk around. Yeah. Which has made stopped me from using fast travel as much. Yeah, I mean, like, if there's interesting stuff going on, then like, it, like Red Dead mm-hmm. is a good another good example. There's a lot right. of stuff in that game, uh, not as much small stuff like in Breath of the Wild. It's a right. lot of like, kind of grandiose things. Like, here's where a meteor fell into the forest. Here's a giant skeleton up on the mountain. Mm-hmm. Here's, uh, cave paintings that are the size of the whole mountain or whatever. So like there's a bunch of like things around. Here's a witch's hut with like an actual Courtney like, found a giant dead snake. Have you ever found that? Uh no, I haven't. Giant dead snake. Like a huge she, like an anaconda. Oh so not dead. like not like fantasy snake, but like a normal sized snake. I mean I don't know how big anacondas are, but it's a big snake. <laughs> it's yeah. in the tree and it's dead and it's just hanging. <laughs> Every snake's big to you, Dan. I mean, it's it have takes a couple. Have you of, seen the crocodile? I haven't played There's the game. There's a giant so. crocodile, uh, but uh, or maybe it's an alligator. Whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, that's another game. Like, it, less so like that. There's more things to find if you've been through the place before. But it's a beautiful game, and there's a lot of things to see. So like that first few times through somewhere doesn't feel like so much of a slog. Because, like, there's a lot of times, and there's not a lot of options to fast travel in some of the places in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a lot of, like, cinematic horse riding where you're watching your dude ride his horse for ten minutes or whatever. Uh, But it wasn't too bad. It didn't feel terrible. I mean, towards the end, I'm at the point where I'm like, all right, like, I've rode my horse up and down this uh, plantation front gate 16 times now. Like, (laughs) It's it's uh, lost, like, it's... It's excitement. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes sense in that game, and, like, the way that they do fast travel makes sense. Uh, It's not, like I said, it's a beautiful way to do fast travel. It's not necessarily the most uh, effective or the the most uh, friendly towards playing it, but it's definitely a, a beautiful way to do it. Right. Yeah. I... I think... But it, part of my brain wants to say, much like when we talked about difficulty, um, I kind of respect, if they can deliver, if they know it's worth it, I kind of respect a developer saying, I'm going to have a very limited fast travel system, and here's why. B, I think you'll love how you move through the world. I skipped A. A, um, we've, <laughs> we've really packed this game full of fun people and little things you'll find throughout the world. We think it'll be better if you just walk or, you know. Yeah, and um, I think you have to do that if you're going to, yeah, go to step B, which is not have a robust well, fast Well, or Neil just skips step A. Yeah. That's how he gets to B. <laughs> he fast yeah, travels. He fast travels <laughs> from negative A. Yeah. <laughs> Negative A. That's the letter before A. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, like like I said just at the beginning, the best part about fast travel is you don't have to use it if you don't want. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's always nice to be there. Like, it's never hurt a game, really, in a major way. No one's ever going to be like, ah, oh, you know, I yeah, really I like mean, the it, game except for the fact that I could fast travel yeah. too much. And I mean, maybe, I'm sure there are people that do say that, and so they make weird mods and stuff that disable right. fast travel and stuff, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't have to use fast traveling games. It's like you can just slog through mm-hmm. and walk back and forth across Skyrim a hundred times if that's that's your prerogative. You can yeah. do that. You can waste all that time, and I'm sure you'll see way more of that map and run into stuff that maybe only a thousand people have seen or something. Right. But like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's not going to be for everyone. And don't. And that's the other thing, though. Now, though, I bet it was more exciting because now that there's the internet, people find those things and you can find it out. Yeah, there's a thing that. Um, in Fallout 76 that I actually had seen, but I didn't know how many people had seen it or not, but, um, there's a, like a, you, you don't play a lot of Fallout, but Neil knows what I'm talking about. The iRobots, there's these robots that kind of look like eyeballs. Yep. Yeah, there's like the butler from Fallout 4. Well, no, you're thinking about the ones with arms. They're okay. even small. They don't have arms. They're kind of even oh, smaller. Oh, they're, like, they're like a speaker. They're kind of like, like a floating yeah. speaker, yeah. Uh, there's one that, uh, <laughs> that has a herd of cats following it in a line that you can find (laughs) and uh the sad thing is that there's some kind of recipe that uses cat meat or something like that and i was like i don't even want to make it (laughs) like they were being really sad but yeah (laughs) that's funny you're not gonna make it in the apocalypse dan (laughs) yeah i mean i guess if i had to kill cats i would that just reminded me of this one of the saddest episodes uh, of the walking dead don't don't just eat only cats because you won't get enough fat. You will die. And they're tiny. It's like eating ro- rat. It's like eating rabbits. Yeah. You uh, end up dying from nutrient depravity. Well, depravity. <laughs> depravity. Depravity. Deficiency. That's someone. There you go. You're, there you you're go. nutrient deprived and you will die if you only eat rabbits. Yeah. Well, it's called like rabbit fever or something. When you have to eat some vegetables, I'm sure you can find some berries. No, right? like even if like because you don't get enough fat. Gotcha. So you, so you need, need beans, right? You need some sort of fat. Fat. <laughs> yes, Dan. Beans are no beans are protein. They're not fat. Source. That's I'm sure they have a little. Yeah, fat but vegetarians now, and stuff have to eat something that's not meat that gives them those yeah, things, like butter, butter, oil. What about what about vegans then? Oil make some oils, some like grape seed oil. <laughs> you guys, I think I found the uh, the rant that will end our episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we've run out of things to talk about. Yeah, fast I travel. think so too. But it was a good discussion. I think it's an important part of. It games. usually gets to eating cats or rabbits, or <laughs> the weather, or yeah. All right, or, well, any, any actually called any last uh, t- uh, things before we wrap it up? What then was about the fast last good movie Jim Carrey was in? <laughs> Mask. <laughs> uh, uh, no. All right. Oh. Huh. Oh. I wish fast I'm trying to gi- maybe it's I'm not trying fat. to give an award out, but I can't. Everyone, there's no award to give. You Ooh. you either do it so well that it's not noticed, <laughs> or or it's awful. Yeah, I wish fast travel was re- real life. In real life, the closest we have is planes. It just doesn't seem very fast. Like the I would pay. No, you, you get you get, get you get on the plane. Mm. You fall asleep. Right. Here's my new here. here's my new thing. I fall asleep, someone comes to my house and drugs me, and then I wake up where I want to go. 
<laughs> that should be a service. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just wake up. Oh, cool. I'm in New York now. <laughs> Tight. They could load so many more people on planes if they were asleep. <laughs> just all laid down. I feel like that would be dangerous. Yeah. But I mean, how is it more dangerous than them sitting? Because you can get off a plane if there's a fire or something. Oh, you're right. You're right. Maybe they have some kind of emergency like, like tube hooked up to you that would like put put uh, like adrenaline into your veins. I have people like wake up the fire. That'd be uh, the can one. you can you imagine a the plane of thirty two asleep passengers being woken up by adrenaline? Just the combined scream. But here's the other thing though, if there's something that goes wrong. And they're like, oh, everyone's going to die. They don't need to wake you up. You can just die. Yeah. We got a little dark. Anyway. <laughs> Burning to death might wake you up. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, it's called proteins poisoning, uh, also colloquially known as rabbit starvation or mal de caribou, which is when you have a form of acute malnutrition caused by a near complete absence of fat in the diet. Interesting. Mal de caribou sounds like a Canadian rapper. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been Game Goose. <laughs> you can like us on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> if you want. If you want. Uh, subscribe and comment on your favorite podcast service and email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know about your fast traveling things. If fast travel was real, would you do it with my drug service? Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> no, not that kind of fast travel. <laughs> but if I could teleport, yeah. Oh, well, duh. That's like one of my number one things. But... Is it like, uh, what's that movie? You have a you have a real life floating screen though. You have to wait for. That's fine. Uh, is it like a Star Trek, where you just like become a completely new person made out of new uh, atoms? No. Why would it be that? <laughs> or is it like like a, what is that movie where the the Prestige? I don't watch movies really. The Prestige is like kind of the same idea yeah. where the it's like a magic trick where the guy like. Ends up in a different place, but he's actually like creating a separate version of him, and then oh. kills his first version. Dang, that's yeah, pretty pretty dark. That's crazy. So that's wild. Is it that kind of teleporting, or am I going to be for sure these atoms, this brain, just teleporting? Yeah. I think that's the way to go. Kind of like I mean, a if you have a choice, X Men dude, Nightcrawler. Yeah, I mean, Nightcrawler. do you know? Does that first when you teleport, and I maybe you can teleport right now. You just haven't tried hard enough. Yeah, that's yeah, probably close true. Close your eyes real tight. That's probably true. Clench your butt cheeks and like wiggle. I think he's got to relax his butt cheeks. <laughs> I think if you're teleporting, I think it's a relaxed. Maybe spread your atoms out as far as possible. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you trying? Yeah, I don't trying. know if he's trying or not. He's making weird faces. <laughs> <laughs> trying both ways. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Neil. Is there anything you want to say before we take off for the day? Um, nice to meet you. <laughs> All right, Neil. I'll see you in a couple days, man. In real life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the flesh. In the flesh. Clinton, anything you want to say before we go? Yeah, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I wonder if goose can get, uh, geese can get, uh, protein poisoning. Probably. They also kind of, like a weird, that'd be a good fast travel, like a loading screen of geese. If you were playing a game where you were a goose? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>